just became a raven. Your art matters. That's what got me here. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 131 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is Season 7, Episode 1, 4.30am. Apparently they were travelling abroad. I'm Drew Barrymore, and you're listening to The Ravens Podcast with Simon and Dom. So hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast where it's always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in as tonight's episode for debate is Season 7, Episode 1, 4.30am. Apparently they were travelling abroad. Dom... We're here. I wasn't sure if that bit, apparently they were traveling abroad, was like a joke that you'd put in in brackets. <laughs> was I meant to say that? How are you? You are. <laughs> you were meant to say that. It was good. You did I'm basically fine. Ron Burgundy. I will say whatever <laughs> you, you put on the audio cue. <laughs> Fuck you, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you were meant to say that. It's a Roger Waters song. Roger Waters is famously from Pink Floyd, so titles are weird and awkward and not, you know, because the, every title's a song title, isn't it? So, yes, um, I'm very well, thank you. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm good. Yeah, it's, it's been a good week. Feeling, feeling good this week. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I mean, well, I've. We just recorded a podcast episode literally just now with Emily on 51st Dates, which is really fun. So that will be out soon, before or after this episode. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Apparently depends we if you're should a pigeon know. Or not. It depends if you're a pigeon or not, doesn't it? Because if you're a pigeon, it's 51st Dates will definitely be out before this. Right. That's if true. you're not a pigeon, then it's probably about the same time. If you're a pigeon, like that, you could already be listening to the next episode of the podcast right now for as little as one dollar. Exactly. Collect some fucking sweat towels for us, pigeons. Don't be a pigeon for a start. Be a raven. Even the sweat towel collectors are ravens. They are protected under that unity. Well, well, I think we can go straight in on this then because we actually have a couple of new ravens to the team and the numbers are picking up the patreon is heating up in there we're back on the road to 100 if we get 100 patrons 100 i don't even know what we would do what would we do to celebrate that maybe we should celebrate by celebrating the 100th person I thought that, but then I thought people then will hold off. They'll want to wait until... Because you can see publicly how many members we have. Maybe when, if we get to 100, I don't think we've ever really drunk together. And you'd <laughs> seldomly drink. What if we get to 100, we'll do a live podcast and we'll have a few drinks. Like, we won't go crazy. We won't, you know, we'll just, we'll have some champagne. We'll pop a couple bottles of champagne. Okay. A couple bottles. Jesus. Okay. Or and just, yeah. We, we go to the football club and <laughs> join Crazy Karen there with her wonky eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. So, for anyone that doesn't know, so Dom and I and Tahani 
and Liz and Kara did a live watch along in a local football club of an old episode of One Tree Hill. We watched season one, episode six, and we did we recorded the watch along. There were some technical difficulties, very stressful, but we managed to get it to work in the end. And you can find that video is on our Patreon, ravenshoops.net. You have to be a varsity member or above to get the video watch along privileges, but there you go. And <laughs> partway through this drunk woman from the other bar we'd hired like a private bar hired we'd been gifted to be able to have this private bar and she just well can you describe what happened dom yes uh well this very inebriated middle-aged woman Mm. came in looked at us but wasn't really looking at us because her eyes were all over the place that's how drunk she was you could smell her from like a good like 10 feet away uh, and she was like, you don't have to just drink Coke, you know. There's other drinks where you can get a pint. And, you know, she was just basically, I don't know what she was doing. I don't know whether the maybe the barmaid had said, oh, like, no, they're just buying, like, Coke and Fanta and stuff. And she's like, oh, I'm going to go in there and change that, you know, because she thought we'd be just as much of a mess as she was, bless her. Well, I don't think she even realised that we were watching you know a tv episode on a laptop i don't think it was even right i don't think she realized i mean it's kind of an odd thing you you walked into a bar and there's a group of like five people sat around watching one tree hill you would have questions right yeah i suppose so yeah i'd, I'd probably be like oh wait like wow what are you watching oh is it anything good oh okay um but she noticed the the dominoes was like you're gonna save me some <laughs> <laughs> there you go so you can watch things like that on our patreon because she walked in during the recording um so okay let's talk about some new ravens coming in at varsity brand new to the team Mm. it's zara oh welcome this is interesting because like i've got to be honest i was looking at the team roster We'll call it a roster because that's what they call it over there. It's a roster. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking, there's something missing. I'm looking at the names and there's something missing because we've got a fantastic team, but there's just, we just need that extra, like, bit of spark, that X factor, that's something different mm-hmm. for our varsity team. And do you know what? You know what we got, Simon? You know who what? we got? Who? We got Zara. Can you believe that? Zara is absolutely smashing it out there, made it into the team. And you know what, Zara? I hope you're listening, and I hope you're listening close, because you just became a raven. (laughs) Put some extra spice on that one. I did, I did. Uh, enjoyed that. Thank you, Zara. We really appreciate it. Welcome to the team. We hope to see you at Watch Along, if you would like to. No pressure. Mm -hmm. But also, Dom, what if I told you there's someone else? And brand new, and they thought... Fuck all of this. I'm going straight in at the Hall of Fame. That means someone new to enter the podcast realm. Someone that will join us on an episode. It's Roslyn. Hang on a minute. Did you just say Roslyn? I did. Because I thought you said Roslyn for a minute there. Is that a different word? Wait, no, hang on a minute, hang on. Are we talking about the same Roslyn? Because 
because we I've had scouts out. We've had the scouts out. The scouts have been looking. Right. They've, mm-hmm. they've been feeding back to me that Roslyn is mm-hmm. she's, she's the one. She's just a superstar. She's immediate shirt on the wall. You Neo. know that jersey is framed. It's on the wall. We're ripping down Scott's down, and we're sticking up Roslyn's one up there because yeah, absolute hero. That mm-hmm. is that the Roslyn you mean? That's the one. That's the exact one. Yeah. Well, I'm so fucking excited to be able to tell you, Roslyn, that you just became a raven. Thank you so much for joining, being part of it. We look forward to speaking with you soon. I sent her the message and said, you know, what's up? Pick, pick your and episode. what episode we, we, will we have him? Yeah, we've got we've got um, some seven, some season seven gaps to fill. So should I announce that here? Should I say it here? Let people have that here. So the gaps we so. have for season, season seven, right? Because if they have it here, they have it on record and then they can bother me with where they want to be. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or you. So, right. This is all season seven episodes that are currently gaps. Episode five. Episode nine. Episode 10. Episode 13. And episode 14. Oh, it's actually not that many gaps for like 24 episodes. Um, There's 22 yeah. episodes in oh, season 22. seven. Yeah. So it's not many, but there's enough to, to jump in on. And we can double up some as well if we need to. But we're going to try and avoid that so that we can roll out a lot of film uh, recordings as well. Uh, we only have one episode that's a double up so far. And that is episode 22. So Ooh, I think we'll finale. get there. I think I think we'll have a few double ups, but if we can avoid it, we're going to try and avoid it. Um, and then yeah, season eight we got quite a few gaps. Season nine we have one gap, and actually technically two because that person is not a hall of famer. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Do you want to talk about your Patreon police role? I look. It's not policing it. It's it's in the interest of fairness. We do our best. So we've had a couple of people that haven't been at Hall of Fame level, but we've still tried to get them on because, you know, we value them and we value that the, they've, you know, supported us and joined us on this journey for so long. Uh, and we, you know, want to keep them, you know, sharing their thoughts and opinions and we love talking to them. Um, so we've, we've kept it going, but, uh, we we have so many new people joining a Hall of Fame. It's only fair and it's only right that Hall of Famers come on the episodes with us because that's that's the tier. That's what the tier says. So yes, if you want to join on an episode, you need to be at Hall of Fame or above or Ultimate Raven. Or, if you're Ultimate or Raven above. or the Ultimate Raven, you you also get movie choices, yeah, as well as your One Tree Hill choices, which is awesome. Exactly. But, to open up things, so we've got Sarah coming on in a minute, so we'll we'll get into the episode uh, as soon as she arrives. But Dom and I have started the conversations about what are we going to cover next. Obviously, movies is just a continual thing that we do and that we love, and obviously they're they're one offs. But what is our next TV show going to be? Where I'm heavily trying to influence him towards Lost, but we are also open. You know, Prison Break, we've discussed, you know, other shows, things that maybe neither of us have seen, Vampire Diaries, those kind of things. So if you have suggestions, write and let us know. And we're happy to talk about them and deliberate. 
I was talking to Ethany just before we started recording and was saying, I think I finally got it of why uh, the be- the way that the format works best. I think that you are really good at reacting and giving your predictions and being the answer of the questions. And hopefully, I can't say, but hopefully I'd like to think maybe I'm good at asking the questions and sort of guiding and so I think that's our synergy. So I think that's what works best, that kind of balance of whether... So, that, that, But that doesn't necessarily have to mean that I've seen it as well already. I don't know. What do you think? Is that kind of how you see it? It's like I'm the question asker and you're the question answerer, as well as we balance and blend between the two, of course. Yeah, I think we've definitely got like a format that works best for us. Uh, I think it, it's a it's a good way around for us as well. I, I think I quite like having to think a little bit deeper about it, especially if I've only seen it once or twice. If 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 it's something that I know particularly well or really well, it's it's a it's a lot easier, for, obviously, for me to to talk about because I've I've seen it already. Um, but I like being kind of on the outside a bit as well and having to guess and work things out. So, but you're also very very good at you know. Keep, one, keeping me on my toes, two, asking the right questions, pushing me in right and wrong directions. So, yeah, it's, I think it's a good balance. Yeah, I think we've found our kind of lane. So, But we're open to suggestions, so we'll see. But we have Sarah here, so let's bring her in and let's start this conversation and debate about this episode. Season so seven. Season seven. Season seven, episode one. And it just so happens to be that on season seven, episode one, we have the legend herself, the one, the only Sarah. Sarah, welcome back. How's it going? Hey, guys. Glad I could step in for this one. <laughs> it's nice to see you. Yeah, Sarah Sarah did message me and say, well, it was basically like, I have a busy uh, schedule fucking sort out a, re- a recording i can join <laughs> on um because uh, otherwise i'm not going to be able to join uh and then sarah sent me a little reminder today and i was like join today <laughs> so here she is yeah it worked out it was perfect <laughs> more than perfect and we have to also organize scream four soon as well we've got to keep the momentum going they keep bringing out new screen movies if we don't <laughs> if we don't get our act together here guys we're gonna forever be chasing to end that franchise but sarah how how's it going how are you good things are good uh a little vacation for american thanksgiving so that's so why little, i'm available is it a little bit of downtime before it gets sort of crazy busy for you yeah it'll get crazy for like december right before the holidays and then things sort of calm down a bit Nice. So will you be like shooting Christmas episodes of things and all sorts? Yep. Drew's over here. You said Drew's over here. Is she actually over here now? She's coming um, next week for the Wonka premiere. Okay, Simon, we got to go find her. It was I filmed in it, St Albans. She's she's got to come and see it us. It was. It was. Yeah. The what the Wonka movie was filmed like literally ten minutes down the road, like five minutes for Dom. But that's um. Uh, it's so sad that you weren't able to come. That would have been so cool. We could have yeah, gone for beers, Nando's. I didn't make the list. I think they're literally going for like three days. That's that's cool though. That's Just really sneak, cool. Sneak on, you know, sneak on one of the planes. Yeah. 
We just covered, just before you got here, uh, a Drew film. We just did 50 First Dates. Oh, fun. Yeah. So we really, which, do you, you enjoy that one? I enjoyed that one, yeah. She got yeah. a lot of, she got a lot of love from both of us. And Emily, who was, who joined, who picked the film, so. Yeah. But let's talk <laughs> about, let's talk about One Tree Hill. Let's talk about season seven. Sarah, it's the start of a new era. <laughs> It is. I mean, Dom, it's the start of a new era. I know. Dom's thoughts on some of the new characters. Well, I mean, there's so much that we need to talk about and reactions. I mean, can we can we kind of do like a a part synopsis just to like remind people if they're, you know, haven't haven't watched recently and they haven't watched along with us like can you give us a little bit of a synopsis on well i don't know where where do you want to start sarah who do you want to start with oh i i it doesn't matter i think dom should decide <laughs> dom who are you most excited know, to talk about well like to first let's start with dan because the episode starts with dan and he's only in it really at the beginning and the end um but it starts with him and he explains that we're 14 months down the line. Um, so he was basically, at the end of season six, he'd resigned himself to, to death. He was going to die. I also didn't really understand why he hadn't yet. had gone to Whitey, trying to repent for kind of all of his sins and all the stuff that he'd done wrong, even going back as far as the, the basketball game where he, he took himself out and was, you know, sat on the bench and wasn't going to play. Um, and to all of a sudden being like, 40 months ago I thought I was going to die but now look at me I'm you know super strong as ever and it looks like he's kind of doing promo for a book that's what I got from that did we actually see that or was that no at the end the end scene was him with an audience clapping for him okay Jamie puts the TV on at the end that's right yeah so there's there's the numbers that are counting down and he says there's like four million whatever seconds or what you know whatever number he says and it kind of feels like he's doing doing like a book release and that's what he's talking about but he might even randomly just have built up his celebrity again might have you know he was the mayor for crying out loud but he might have released a book to tell his story to talk about how much of a um kind of weird life he's had you know he's been a murderer he's been to prison he thought he was gonna die he hasn't died yet and he's still going dog ate his heart that he was gonna get you know <laughs> um uh and you know he's lived to, to tell the tale and his you know two sons are a bit estranged and hate him peyton and lucas have moved away kind of predicted it but predicted that happening later potentially in this season but they they appear to be gone um that was a I shock need, can i pause you there for a second please can you put your right hand in the air please i want to see the whole palm i'd like you to remove the sleeve i've never asked you this before dom season seven it's a new era i need you to vow that what you will say next is the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth swear on whitey I, s- I swear on Whitey. I can get him if you need me to. I would p- I'd feel more comfortable if you did. He's, he's right here. Yeah, I had it, you know, he hasn't even Ran- moved. Randolph too. 
run-ups always with him. They're always together, the best of buds. <laughs> They're inseparable. Okay. Now, I know that intentionally you would never, or you would never intentionally try and get any spoilers. I know this. <laughs> this is a fact. However, in life, sometimes things pop up. It's unavoidable. Now, the website that you sometimes watch the TV show of One Tree Hill on, the cover art that shows to the side of it shows the season seven cover not cover art, which has the, the exclusive. Like when you click on One Tree Hill on the website, it shows the cover art of like the the box set or whatever to the side, and from the beginning it showed that like whatever season you're in, it shows the cover art, and the cover art of season seven does not have Peyton and Lucas on it. And so I wondered and wanted to question you on whether previous to this you had maybe unintentionally seen the cover art <laughs> and then come to the assumption that perhaps Peyton and Lucas are not featured as heavily, let's say, in season seven. And this was also gone on in the Discord. There's been some questions asked. Ooh. And so I thought I would raise it myself. I... I I thought this too, again unintentionally. So, what is the answer? Had you seen my, it? I put my hand down because my hand is tired. I've yes. seen that this cover art there, but I've never once paid any attention to it. I've never sat and looked at it and analysed it because I know I'm not allowed. So, when I am watching, if I do watch through the website that you, you know, fondly call my website, which isn't my <laughs> website, I'll type in One Tree Hill and it comes up with an image at the top. It's mostly like purple. There's like a purple banner at the bottom, but I just scroll. So I, I scroll to what I need to find and then I go, but I don't see anything on the side. You said there's something on the side and there's normally a, an image at the top. But remember, I, I tend to watch it on my phone. So I, the, the image is at the top and then I scroll to the episode that I'm, I'm going for and then I press play. So I, I can wholeheartedly say I've never looked at the image paid the slightest bit of attention to it or even noticed that Lucas and Peyton aren't in it. I had no idea. Um, it's, it's, if I was good. to look at it now, I would, you know, I would obviously notice that, but I have never noticed that. It's good enough for me. We have I to believe take the moment. Well, Sarah's going to come to you next. I mean, how do you feel about his testimony? I believe him. There I'm was one prediction he made that people brought up Ooh. a couple of weeks ago. When he said that Lucas and Peyton were going to drive off into the sunset. Oh, come on. That's just kind of obvious, though, isn't it? You said that's... it like three or four weeks ago. Yeah, but that's the whole point. He's building the fucking car. Like, come on. God. People brought it up in the Discord. Yeah. Oh, come on, people. It's not my fault I'm good at this. <laughs> he has a talent for it. I mean, uh, no one's ever, no one's questioning with any, like I said, of any intention. And I, yeah, I honestly thought, well, maybe you'd seen the cover arts and maybe you know it. But no, I, hey, it's good enough for me. We asked the question. You gave the answer. I'm with you. Sarah's with you. So we're team Dom on this. He doesn't look. He doesn't. He doesn't spoil himself. He is just good at this. Also, if it's that phone there or the if you just count the amount of heads on the picture it's the same amount of heads you just don't know which heads the, whose heads they are yeah they all look the fucking same to me that I, I honestly i never look at the image so when i get it up on my on the phone um it does come up with the image and like i said it has that i think it has like a purple banner beneath it like 
purple undertone but i just scroll down to the episode that i need to find and then play the episode obviously then i have to close a load of weird windows to open um but yeah then just get straight on with it um and to the people that are surprised like i got to be honest with you it's not a difficult program to to have to predict it's you know it's there there's been some shockers yes i agree but uh, the 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 kind of model of the program and the outline of it is fairly easy to follow so yeah it's not too challenging it's I, quite soapy I, isn't it it's quite soapy so at at this um, point yeah for sure i mean where when i'm listening back to season 1 it's more the predictions are sometimes less accurate or or it's that you get it right but it happens a lot quicker that seems to be the like you think it's going to happen in four episodes time and it happens at the start of the next episode and things but yeah yeah i, I mean think especially Peyton and lucas would be in this series but as we got closer to the end of season six and more and more shit was happening it's just the way they speak the way they do things it's like they're rounding them off but I was surprised when Dan says, um, it's not when Dan says, when Dan says we're 14 months down the line, I kind of said, I think we're going to be down the line like six months to a year. So I wasn't far off with that. Um, and then who is it that says, it's uh, Julian. Julian. Julian mentioned it. Thanks, Sarah. It's Julian that, that says, you know, you don't need to be here now. Peyton's gone. The whole reason you were here is because Peyton was here. And I was, I'm pretty sure in the watch I was like, oh, okay, so they have gone. So yeah, it is a surprise to me. It is new to me, but I think I'm just, you know kind of in tune with it you know the characters now as well so you can kind of know the rhythms of you know the drama and everything but also so clay who's new who that's maybe we can start with clay but he essentially aesthetically speaking on a police description you know has the same kind of physical (laughs) description as chad michael murray dusty blonde kind of hair slim build um you know white guy in the same kind of age bracket you know but with a bit of stubble because they're looking a little bit older so i mean in terms of even if you just saw it at a glance you might have even thought that that's chad on the uh on the on the artwork but what's what's your initial impression of our jerry Maguire wannabe clay uh initially the first half of the episode i thought um oh he could be quite entertaining he, he seems like he's going to be quite fun, like at Jamie's party. Um, is it Jerry Rice when he, he's invited Jerry Rice? And that's, you know, it's a huge hit. He's obviously quite successful as an agent um, and has a few people on his, um, you know, in his care. But my initial thoughts are I don't trust him at all. I think he's, he, I think he's, he seems like a bit of a snake. Um, but I can't, I can't quite put my finger on why. I just, I feel like the, meeting up with Nathan at four in the morning or four thirty or whenever it was or four thirty would make sense. Cause that's the title of the fucking episode. Um, <laughs> uh, it, uh, yeah, I, I feel like he's, although he's trying to do the right things by his client, by informing him and telling him straight away, I feel like there's something fishy about him and not quite right. And the send flowers comment that he makes into his recorder, um, his dictaphone. I was like, that's, that's a bit weird. I don't know whether it's a, Tim Flowers to, you know, a grave or something. I, don't, I have no idea. Absolutely no idea. It, he seems like a bit of an odd entity to me. Obviously, he's brand new, um, but I immediately don't trust him. <laughs> well, Sarah, I don't know if you can remember, but do you remember what your first impression was of him? Just 
wary of not trying to give too much away for Dom as it's so early on with a new character. I don't remember what I thought of him. I just, I literally thought it was a Lucas replacement for someone to be with Nathan. Hang out with Nathan. Have fun with Jamie. Join the group. Well, and Sarah, he is kind of a little... Like what I like about him, just, just speaking from this one episode at least, you know, is he is more charismatic than Lucas in terms of he's got that lighter energy and that kind of making those jokes uh, with with Nathan. I mean, do, do you like their dynamic? I do. I enjoy it. I also, and also like how he is with Haley, how he is with Jamie. It's like, he's part of the family. You know, he's been around pretty much. Nathan got into the NBA. So he's been around for 14 months. Uh, one we more... just did the beginning. Right. We just didn't see you. Right. A, a follow on question. It bothered me. And that when he was on the phone, he's walking around. I do a lot of that. If I'm on the phone, I'm always pacing around, but I don't have a tennis ball that I like throw against the wall to demand someone gets me a bottle of water. Now, Sarah, someone that's in like a, you know, a high position job where people could bring you bottles of water and stuff. I, you know, I almost want you to put your right hand in the sky. Have you ever thrown a tennis ball at a wall and demanded a bottle of water before? I have not. And now, post-COVID, I don't even have an office anymore. So, oh. <laughs> well, But when I had an office, no, I did not do that. But he's doing the whole Jerry Maguire. I love that movie. It's on our movie list, I'm sure. Dom, did was you liking him this kind of you know okay this person's got a bit about him yeah like i said initially when he first appears he's like it's obvious who he is um and he's an agent and he's doing business and he's you know trying to do the best for his clients um but yeah he, he seems to have a bit of character about him he seems quite funny quite entertaining a good counterbalance to 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 nathan you know and taking the mick out of each other they have the whole you know nathan shooting the commercial part as well and he's there you know making fun of him and stuff so they obviously have a good relationship they're you know kind of they seem like they're roughly the same age but who knows because time stands still in this program um and yeah he he seemed like at the, at the beginning he seemed like fine but after that girl has come around and he gets the phone call and he's making his little recording it kind of changed for me and that's the point where i started to sort of have this mistrust of him well, we will see. I I will say from my memory of first watching it, I liked him because I maybe because I liked Jerry Maguire so much. I like that kind of cocky energy. Um, but yeah, I also wary. I don't want to say any more because it's so early with a new person. So, okay, Sarah, where where do you want to go? Well, let's go to the other new person, Haley's other sister, Quinn. Dom. I uh, I didn't know who she was until she t until the the cake bit and like when Jamie opens the the cake box and it says Happy Birthday Jam and then it was like ah oh, okay this is she it's going to be her that's eating the cake and she's going to be some sort of relative of Haley and great casting because she looks exactly like they look like they're part of the same family anyway. I think um, all three of them do. the other Taylor also they all look related. Yeah, it's it's a good job like casting. Uh, casting agent or oh, the, the the casting team have done a, a good job there but she you know obviously bit of a photographer you know out in the wilds and showing pictures of um 
you know, like places she's been and stuff with Jamie. Um, but it was, again, it was someone who's obviously turned up with a little bit of pain, a bit of a backstory that I guess we're going to dig into, but you, you never know how quick it's going to be. It might be, you know, by the third episode, she's like done and dusted. Uh, I think probably not. She'll probably be, be in it a bit longer. Um, but yeah, again, I, I, I have no real... It's difficult for the first episode and it's her first introduction because I've got no other context in which to, to discuss her other than, you know, we know that she split up from her husband. Um, her husband wasn't, you know, who the man she married or the man she expected him to be or something like that. I think it's they're kind of grown apart, perhaps. But then when she's looking at the, the pictures of the little family together, she's looking at the pictures of uh, Nathan, Haley, and Jamie you kind of see her eyes in the reflection of the picture frame and it looks a lot like they're going to make this a, a deeper story and there's going to be something bigger on the back of it. So, yeah, interesting. I, I don't know whether they brought her in because there's then going to be a connection with um, the agent. What's his name? Clay. Clay. So whether like Quinn and Clay will then suddenly have a thing because, you know, it's two new characters and why not? Um but I, again, it's it's hard to tell. Uh, you know, season one, um, season one, episode one for both of them. So, yeah, interesting. It'll be interesting to see what their journeys are and how long they last. Sarah, do you have any thoughts on Quinn? No, I remember liking her from the beginning. I I think it was nice to finally see another one of Haley's siblings because they said she had so many, but we had only met one of them. <laughs> so now we know two. And, and she seemed to know about uh, Nathan and Taylor because she made a comment about that. It's on the family WhatsApp group, isn't it? They talk about everything. <laughs> yeah, yes. They barely well, had cell phones back then. <laughs> well, Dom, I'd mentioned to you previously that it feels like there's different iterations of One Tree Hill, season one being one version, seasons two to four being another then five and six being another and then seven and eight being the next one. Does it feel to you like a reset? Like obviously not a full reset of everything, but does it feel to you like, okay, we're now in entering a different slight version of the show? Uh, y yes, because of the time jump. So the time jump is what makes the difference because, you know, Nathan's done a full season in the NBA. So I'm guessing we're not going to see much basketball content because we're going to be in off season. Um, you know, obviously he's not part of a team or his contract's run out. So he's he's hoping to get another contract before the start of the new season. So there's a lot of work to be done there. Um, but yeah, it does it does feel kind of like like a different like a different show with the same characters. Like we've just moved them to this new setting. They've all got the same history, they've all got the same, you know, kind of connection to each other. Um, but this is how it's gonna roll now. And, and where we're going to go. So, yeah, you're, you're right. Like the, the kind of feeling of the, the iteration and the changes and the flows is, is completely already feels completely different. And what I noticed about watching it this time is that the big also difference is so many of them, are, they're now famous. Like they're, they're not just these characters. They're like famous 
they're like celebrities like when we'll talk about Brooke and Julie in a minute but when they get out of the limousine I know that they were already kind of they were the one famous ones but now you've got them that are famous you've got uh Nathan who's famous Hayley will talk about but you know she's recording albums so she's also like famous uh, Julian yeah the like producer he's famous it's like there's <laughs> like they're not just successful people they're also celebrities like Quinn looks familiar to me like she's been in something pre One Tree Hill but oh you mean the actress yeah but Clay I haven't got a clue who he is they've both been around uh, uh I don't know if they were pre post they've been in a lot of stuff oh, okay well she was, bo- she was in the boys she oh, was the wife that ends yeah. up well, are we, oh, you already talked about it. I was going to say, are we spoiling it? <laughs> no, L- LDG mentioned it uh, on the watch along. She, it was Billy Butcher's wife. Yeah. Yeah. And then Robert Buckley was in, he's been in a lot of Hallmark stuff, but, um, and then he just, he just did this Hallmark show, like a, like a show, like a weekly show. And he was the always- same episode every week. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Where calls the heart? I didn't watch it. But yeah, he took over for like the main the main guy in it. He was also in a show that did quite well. I think it was called I Zombie. It was like a zombie show that I think had some success. I don't know. It maybe ran for a, a, I think it ran for a couple of seasons. But yeah, they've definitely both. He was on another show too, like a like a two season like I forgot what it was called. Like on ABC, he was on a show too. Yeah, they've had some hits. Um, so. Yeah. Okay. Well, who, Sarah, who, who next? I guess we can go to Brooke and Julian, but they're doing one thing the entire episode. Just make it out on the beach. I really going for it as well at the beginning on the beach. Like his hair's wet and he's had a haircut and she's doing whatever. I mean, I just, Dom, what was your, what was your initial thoughts on this? I thought they were doing like a magazine shoot or something. I mean, they're basically they're in the water. She's on top of him. It's you know, it's all a bit, it's all a bit much, you know, for a Wednesday evening to be watching in, that. In reality, that flame would have would have dampened by now. I mean, look, it, we're we're all in relationships. It's all great, but I mean, it's only so long that that you know heavy petting, shall we say, like remains. So. After a while, it's like, can you get off me? I just had some garlic bread. Like, but they weren't seeing each other that much. They would like see each other maybe once or two, once every one or two months. So they need to make up for the eight weeks they didn't see each other. It's just I've been eating garlic bread with my wife for fourteen years. I'm just disgruntled. <laughs> I, if I, I I've been seen... doing it for twenty three, so same thing. Yeah, Dom, are you eating garlic bread at this point? Have you got? To, are you heavy yeah. petting on a beach? No, nah, no, we're at garlic bread. <laughs> we're at garlic bread stage. <laughs> it's the good stage. It's the comfortable stage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what What do you think of Brooke and Julian in this? They're a bit irritating, aren't they, really? <laughs> Just say how you feel. Say it with your chest. It's okay. Like, I really like Julian, but uh, like I know he's doing it for love, but he's also got no, like, <laughs> conviction. Like, this is my career. This could really, like, boost my career and make me. And he, you know, throws it all away. Like, which, which is a really nice sentiment and really sweet. But I think, like, just 
I, I feel like they're two sides of a of a like of a different coin at the moment. Which you know normally you'd say two sides of the same coin, but they're like they almost feels like they're not in sync with each other at all. Like she says, oh, I used to get that feeling when you messaged me, and you know it'd be all tingly and wonderful. And he's like, I still feel like that. You know, why don't you? Why don't you feel like that anymore? <laughs> it's just kind of past the garlic, I, past the garlic bread, I guess. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> shove down some more garlic bread. You know, look at my perfectly toned body. I'm gonna destroy that now. Uh, <laughs> and it just felt like they they weren't quite um, there. There wasn't enough kind of symmetry in there thinking and you know i think they she's hoping he doesn't go he's hoping she comes with him and it's just like there's nothing really keeping you here you know um close over bros is is running well and you've done that from tree hill perfectly you could do it from anywhere so why don't you come with me if i've got to be in new zealand for um eight months or whatever i think it changes to 10 months doesn't it um if I've got to be in New Zealand for that amount of time, why don't you come with me for a bit? You know, even if she went for six months and then she went back for six months, at least then he's only away for another four months and then comes back again. So th- there's all these options and she's just like, I can't, I can't, I can't. And I don't, I don't really get that. I don't really understand it. Um, is it to try and make him not go? Uh, I'm just not sure. It just feels a bit weird. And then he just kind of, it's not that he caves is that he does it he does it for love which is which is a wonderful beautiful thing but i also think you know um he he puts it down to wanting to make the right film not wanting to make loads of money and you know notoriety i guess it's it's about the right project for him but yeah i just thought it was a bit of a seemed like an easy out and it's just like oh this is how we're gonna embed julian into the story is just him cave every time Brooke wants something. Okay. Well, he doesn't really need the money. She has plenty. True. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you feel, Sarah, about Brooke and Julian in this opening episode? Um, it was nice to finally see them happy. You know, like she finally, I guess, forgave him. Um, I don't know. I only because I work in the business jobs come and go I don't think he was giving up anything I do think he gave up that that movie for love but I don't another one will come along so it's like I'm not worried about him he'll find his next gig and she has plenty of money so he's like cool I don't need to work for a little bit let's just make out the entire episode (laughs) yeah put some more garlic bread in the oven we'll have that later (laughs) And speaking of bods, this entire episode was like naked boy bods. Yeah. Between <laughs> Nathan's Nathan and the commercial, Julian on the beach, mouth and skills in the apartment. Yeah. It was Clay, like a lot of naked boy. Clay had his shirt off for a bit, didn't he? Or, or like a loose shirt. They well, and then all- the girl took her shirt off and her bra at the end. But that was like the only female nakedness. They're What's all that? in really good shape as well, which is like like disgusting. This is where I would like some representation. Show me a little paunchy belly on one of them guys. You know, just show me a little something, little beer belly. Show me someone that eats too many peanuts on a weekly basis, you know? Like but yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot. The the mouth and skills thing, just to switch lanes for, for a minute. Um Dom, do you have a prediction for that? So they're they're sort of it's more comic relief. They're both naked in the apartment, and 
mouths you know wanting skills to leave so you know he can take it to the next stage with millie what were your thoughts uh, on all of that was millie in new york or was millie in tree hill she was in new york at the beginning which was actually yeah. a funny scene because she was like it completely acting like brooke at the beginning of season five yeah. um and then when and then she was going to tree hill to go see them right okay because I I I, assume, I thought she was in New York, but then I suddenly thought, oh, maybe she was in the shopping tree hill, but it wouldn't have been that busy. Um, but yeah, it was like a carbon copy of exactly what Brooke had said to her, and it's just like, well, make sure you're gonna have some fun and all that. I was like, oh god, um, I thought uh, it completely changed her character. But I guess like if you if we you're should play those the scenes business, back to back, I literally think it's the same exact dialogue. Yeah, I, I think it is. I think they've just gone. Okay, let's. You know what? Let's make millie like this now kind of high-powered figure within the business and even saying well i'm her boss don't tell her that you know about victoria she won't like that um it was it was pretty much exactly word for word what brooke said so um that was interesting and then obviously when she turns out obviously she's doing that she's gonna have a lot of money as well why doesn't she say to mouth why don't we just leave this dump to skills you know why do why don't we get a house (laughs) Well, we put, a little depo- put a little deposit down, you know, get our own yeah. oven for garlic bread, you know. That's <laughs> not, we don't need this oven anymore. Exactly. Forget the I mean, security she, she, deposit. She walks in at a, a, a funny moment, and you're right, they are they are kind of comic relief, but um, kind of mouth asking skills to move out. He did it in a very... It wasn't very sensitive, was it? It was pretty much like, oh, all this stuff that you're clearing out, why don't you just clear the rest of it out and fuck off, mate? Um, it was kind of what he went for. Whereas he could have said, hey, let's let's sit down and have a few beers tonight. I'll put some garlic bread on. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then they could have had that, that nice conversation and just been like, look, me and Millie want to take it to the next stage. We're not at the, the Brook and Julian stage anymore um, <laughs> because I don't like sand. <laughs> Um, I don't like sand. I don't like sand, but um, <laughs> we would really like to live together. We're thinking about living here. What do you think? Were you thinking about moving in with the teacher woman? I can't remember her name. Miss um, Lauren. Miss Lauren. And let's, let's kind of let's discuss it. Let's have a grown up conversation. But no, balls out, Python slith- slithering around. That's they did have around. some blocking devices for both of them. <laughs> The cactus for mouth. Yeah, the, the block- skills. Yeah, the blocking was good. It was good. But yeah, it was really insensitive. Like, come on, mouth. You've lived together for years at this point, you know. Um well, we're going into the third season of them living together. But yeah, there you go. Okay. Did you have any predictions for any of this stuff? Uh Again, I don't know how long the kind of immaturity will last. I think Skills probably isn't in a place in his relationship to suddenly turn around and say, hey, can I move in with you? But it's kind of the stupid thing the show might do as well, where it's just like kind of overwhelms. Do we have to call her Miss Lauren? Like Lauren? I think that uh, is oh, her <laughs> name. What is her first name? It must be Lauren. It's Lauren. Oh, it's not. <laughs> okay, I thought that was like her last name. I guess... <laughs> Okay. Can, no, when, when kids are younger, I mean, not Jamie's age, I'd say like in like two, three, four, before they start kindergarten, they usually call their teachers by their first name. So it's like Miss Patty or Miss, for me, Miss Sarah. 
Miss Samantha. But once you hit kindergarten, it's by their last name. Right. Okay. Well, so, just to, to be fair, because my because my kid is in we called it nursery, but I'm guessing kindergarten yeah. is nursery. Same. No. Well, yeah. no preschool and nursery. It's the same thing. Right. So like okay. five is when they start using last names. Right. Okay. But just in his school, preschool, nursery, whatever, it's already last names. It's Mrs. X and Mrs. I won't say their names, but you know, yeah, it's last <laughs> names. So I just assumed that it was, that was her last name, but okay. That makes sense. Lauren. Yes. Let's call her Lauren. <laughs> well, I, uh, my, my prediction, prediction kind of assumption is that mouth will win somehow this battle of wits between them. Battle, <laughs> uh, the ba- battle of the pythons and, um, skills will kind of like, say oh like oh maybe we should live together and lauren will maybe kind of go along with it or be a bit uncomfortable with it, with it at first so maybe he'll you know sofa surf for a little while but yeah i, I kind of feel like like sorry skills is going to suddenly turn up and be like i'm living with you now because mouse kicked me out and she's going to be a bit overwhelmed but then it'll be okay uh, I, I still think mouth will win the apartment but i do i do think millie should go let's just get our own place so i can leave this dump let's yeah go. Just get a little, yeah, a little house. Yeah. Get it going. Got bags of cash, literally, in the car. Let's go. Yeah, do a brook. You know, I'll buy the place. I'll give you an extra thirty k for the furniture. Take, Take the, the cat. cat. Take the cat. Yeah. <laughs> Preheat the oven, mouth. We're having garlic bread. <laughs> the cheese kind, you know, like the fancy, where it's like got and there's like some sort of pickled <laughs> onion on there, going all out. Bowls of peanuts everywhere, <laughs> just because you can. Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> you know, when you're thinking of garlic bread, Sarah, let's take it to you first. Are you thinking of like the baguette that will take 12 minutes in the oven, or are you thinking of like the slices? No, the full oven. The baguette. Yeah. Is that your favorite as well, Dom? The baguette. I kind of think of the baguette, but I do like a kind of like flatbread kind of version with like melted cheese on top i'm so hungry <laughs> so dom and i were both saying before we got on how hungry we are this isn't yeah. helping yeah I'm, I'm so i might genuinely order food <laughs> i think i have some garlic bread in the fridge i could put in the oven I, I it's going off on the watch along tonight and by off i mean the camera's off because i'm eating garlic bread he's chomping on his garlic bread Okay, sorry. But Sarah, seriously, how much do you like garlic bread? I enjoy garlic bread. (laughs) (laughs) I just enjoy garlic in general. Garlic's the one. Yeah, it's the one. All right, Sarah, where are we going next? We got Haley singing miles away from a microphone again. Okay, let's go to Haley. Dom, as someone that uses a microphone on a weekly basis, what the fuck is she doing so far away from it and it's so high above her head? There's no way that that's getting clear vocals. Then, remember, they're not like these mics. These mics yeah, are designed for... Music They pick up sounds so clearly. Like, trust me. I'll get, I'll get my brother to explain it one day. But My he, husband like, can explain too. He does audio. Yeah, but it's like in the rafters. It's like it might as well be. It's next to the fire alarm up on the ceiling. It's not even close to her mouth. It's just 
how they work, mate. Okay, work. right. I'm going to drop this point. I just keep getting resistance every time. <laughs> I just feel like surely it should be closer to her mouth, but I'm, hey, I'm no professional. <laughs> did you like the, Sarah, did you like the song she was singing at least? I did. I chose it for my favorite song. Quicksand, it's called. Also, the episode did not end with a song. It ended with Dan speaking. So you can't pick the last song because there wasn't one. <laughs> okay, good, cool. So I picked the song. Fair, fair. I thought okay. the lyrics actually went with what was going on, like introducing everything back. So mm. I, I enjoyed it. She's a good singer. Yeah, she's good. Dom, what did you think? Uh, yeah, it was a good song. It was a good way to open the episode. But I did get to a point where I was thinking, God, it's still going on, isn't it? And they do sort of just keep the song going and going and going, you know, throughout the episode. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't. It was, I thought it was quite bad miming, miming along to it. It's the first, it's probably the first time Haley has done a song and it's looked bad. Yeah, there was, though, when at the. USO show when she was doing it it was the miming wasn't that good either and I think it's more just they also don't help her with the recording like the recording sounds so clearly like already has the effects on it you know like the slight bit of echo or reverb or whatever it may be I'm just saying words I don't know what they mean don't tell your brother on me um but Like, you can tell that it's not like raw vocals. So it's almost like they should have had her original recording of the song and just taken all of the effects off it so it sounded more like she was actually in the studio. But it's like Whoever directed this episode as well has gone, you know what we should do is just have, like, a sweeping camera motion. So have her, like, dancing, the microphone's up really, up really high so it barely picks up any sound, but it's right above her. She's going to sing away and then we're just going to sweep the camera past her and then sweep the camera past her and just keep... And it's just a lot of sweeping back and forth, I thought. It's like, okay. Little Michael Bay, just keep the camera moving. I don't <laughs> want it still. It. Although not as many close-ups of her mouth like Mia. Oh, God, yeah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Joy's like, don't shoot my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I always think she's got a little like, like a little freckle or something on her lip, and I always think she's got something on her lip. Like, someone would have noticed. Like, wipe it off, but then I realise it's a freckle. Like, you think no Mia and Chase in this episode? Oh, you didn't even notice. It's probably why it was a good episode. <laughs> I didn't notice. No, like I assume she's. On tour? On her tour, or maybe her tour's finished because it was, it's been 14 months. So, yeah, maybe she's putting together a new album or something. I don't know. I, I'd quite like it if we didn't, just didn't see them again. And it was never explained. We just don't see them. Just They're leave gone. it unknown. Just, exactly. Leave him, leave him there. That's one, it. Job one, done. one day they're walking through the, the cemetery and there's just two gravestones there and they don't even address it. It just has their names on. They just walk past and it's like, just don't even mention it. <laughs> the fact that shows don't do that is upsetting. I would like, I would be okay with that. <laughs> well, we are introduced to a new character at the end in Hades' storyline of the record executive that's coming to shut down the label and she is very very british she sounds very <laughs> british and when we hear 
I'd speak for Dom as well, but I assume, but I can definitely say for me and F, when you hear like a British accent in an American show, it just heightens the Britishness of it. They always sound way more hoity-toity than normal. Right, Dom? She's not in there like, all right, mate, close your label down, you prick. It's a bit more like, did it hit your ear like that? Yeah, I think so. I think it's it's archetypal villain, isn't it? Ooh. So in all in, in all kind of like sort of US based films, the villain traditionally always always had a British accent. It was always a British villain, you know, like um, Hans Gruber. Well, his accent was meant to be German. Was muddled, but yeah, <laughs> he's British in real life. But yeah, they always have. It's always like a European villain, isn't it? In the Lethal Weapon yeah. movies as well. She is British. Just looked her up. Oh, okay. Has she been in anything else? Um, I mean, stuff that people <laughs> would know. I mean, she's done some stuff. Let's see, filmography. Uh, I, I don't know anything on this list. Uh, One Tree Hill. She was on Chuck after One Tree Hill. She was on How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> For an episode. Two Broke Girls episode. I guess she hasn't really... Oh, she was reoccurring on One Day at a Time on Netflix. Oh, she was on Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Did you watch any of that? That was a, that was a good one. She was she was reoccurring on that also. So she's been so about... She's been on a bunch of shows after One Tree Hill. Okay. Bit of a bit parter then. It seems, but fair enough. He was on Teletubbies in 1997. Wow. Look at that. There you go. She was Tinky Winky. The baby in the (laughs) sky? No, she wouldn't be be too old for that. Well, Dom, what are your your thoughts, predictions for that? Well, uh, it felt like she said, we're looking forward to working with you to Hayley. So I don't know whether Haley is still like writing songs or producing music or doing stuff. Um, and then obviously she's not like had a good run of running the label because she's like, oh, I'm trying to, you know, run my family and, you know, do this and that and the other. And, you know, which is fine. She's obviously busy. You know, she wasn't a great teacher either. So it's obviously spilled into this life. That's right. I'm getting the Haley hate out early <laughs> just to upset everyone. No, I, like I know it's 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 you know it's been difficult. It's a difficult journey. It was Peyton's, you know, um, I was gonna say baby, but it's kind of the baby is the reason why they're closing the place down. But um, it's kind of Peyton's project, and she's gone. Um, so yeah, they've come to shut it down. So, but it, I did still sort of get the sense that this person is going to appear for a little bit longer as well, and there is intention to work with Haley, and Haley might kind of fight it a bit more and be like well how can i work if i don't have a studio and i don't have a studio i don't have the you know this that and the other so i need this to still run maybe you should come and run it and get this angry british woman to come and be the boss of this place miranda her name's miranda miranda (laughs) it's a very british sounding name as well isn't it (laughs) miranda well (laughs) we will see and then i think our last real big point here is nathan then well yeah well before we come to you just sarah do you have any initial memories of when the first time you saw this um you know that 
he's in the NBA and now, I mean, we're going to get to some allegations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was happy he was in the NBA. I was happy he was making um, body spray commercials because I was like, oh, if he's making commercials, everyone knows who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, you know, he seemed happy at the birthday party. And then a bit confused by what Clay told him at 4.30 in the morning. I mean, Dom, this is a turn. This is a twist. Nathan has been on the road of being a heroic, stoic, trustworthy character uh, for a long time now, pretty much since his recovery from his um, accident and his comeback. Is that in question? And cat, okay, yeah, sure. I mean, hey, well, that all worked out in the end. We processed it, resolved, moved on. I mean, Dom, are you? Is he in question? Do you? What do you think about these allegations? I I don't know, but I I when the woman appeared and was like, "Oh, can I get a picture?" and he was like, "Yeah, sure," and she's like, "You don't remember me, do you?" and he's like, "No." I uh, Nathan's the sort of person that would be like. Oh, you look kind of vaguely familiar if he did remember. So I, I, I get the sense that he genuinely hasn't got a clue who this person is. Um, and I'm pretty sure I made a comment about her being a bit of a skank <laughs> on the watch along. Um, Nikki so, 2.0. Yeah, I think you know you can sniff out a skank from from <laughs> the from the stench and the Ferris wheel. Um, Smelling like garlic bread that's gone off. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Just pure garlic. No bread. Um, so I I, I don't trust her at all. Uh, I don't know whether she's, again, in it for the long haul or if it's like a story that the agent guy is manifesting for some reason. Like maybe to get, maybe to get some publicity, to get his face in the news, to get him a team. I, I don't know if that's, you know, necessarily the right tactic. Because all press is good press? Mm. That's it. That's it. No, no news is good news. No news is bad. You know what I mean. But yeah. So yeah, it's all publicity is publicity, whether it's good or bad. So yeah, maybe it's to get his name out there and people might go, oh, yeah, we need a whatever position he plays. Um, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> just, just read about a, uh, you know, an adulterist cheating husband point guard in the paper <laughs> yeah yeah that's exactly what we need <laughs> point guard adulterer Nathan. point guard yes that's the one bit they actually pay attention to yeah so i as as much as i uh i, I don't trust the story because I, I i think nathan is uh, has really grown as a character um and is kind of like that's very much like the Nathan and Peyton days. He just think of a shit, and then he's grown, you know, with Haley. And yeah, they made the mistakes and they've done silly things. But I don't think he, I don't. He just doesn't seem like he would do that. Um, so I, I can't help but feel that his agent is involved in this somehow. I just don't trust him. <laughs> Scandalous. Scandalous. Yeah. Okay. Well. Have we touched upon every character enough to at least go into judgments to catch anything else? Let's think. We've done... Uh, Dan, you spoke about 
Nathan, Haley, Quinn, Clay, Brooke and Julian. Good, Brooke and Julian. Is that it? We had it. Millie, Jim, uh, Jimmy, not oh, Jimmy, Jamie. Jimmy. I meant, ja- <laughs> meant Jamie. I meant Jamie. Obviously, it's Jamie's birthday. Um, and there's a lot going on, and there's a lot of jokes about him being four or thirty-seven or whatever. You know, I think we all do that, don't we? Um, to kids, you can yeah. see though how much he he's grown up since season five. Like yes. he's getting bigger. Is yeah, it? definitely. Um, but he d- he doesn't do a lot. He just he's just excited by the existence of Jerry Rice, who they don't and th- they don't pass the ball to. Yeah, but Jamie makes a great <laughs> catch at the end, wins the game. So sometimes you have to move out of the way for the youth, you know, let the next generation come through. And he gets Uncle Lucas's basketball. We got That's him nice. through some difficult times, and you know, what have you? It's yours now. It's a nice touch. Mm. Well, if you would like to take a basketball and put it through a hoop, we'll talk about that in just one second. But if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast... And how? How could you not? Then check us out, ravenshoops.net. Why, Dom? Because basketballs go through... Hoops. But yet, Sarah, they also go through... Nets. Ravenshoops.net. Sarah, is it tacky that we make our... Make our Ravens do our promo for us. I don't think so. Excellent. We're Thank all involved. You. Might as well it's, promote. Yeah, you're all in the cult, and the part of <laughs> part of being in a cult is that you get more people to join the cult. It's right. part <laughs> right. But if you're interested, you want if you're not part of the Patreon, you could be listening to the next episode of this podcast right now on Patreon, RavensHoops.net. All kinds of different perks on there, video content. We watch the episodes live every single week, so you can watch Dom's reactions to every single episode. There's a whole infantry list. You can go back season two, season three, so on and so forth, and all the links are there, and you can watch Dom react to the whole show. It's crazy catalogued. It's there. Sarah, who was your favorite performer of this episode? I enjoyed um, the actress who plays Quinn. Of course. I thought she was very Chantel. I don't know her last name. Than um, something. Yes, yeah. I looked it up. Um, f- from the beginning, like I, she was like very even throughout the whole show until she gets to the end and has the breakdown about her husband. So I thought her acting was pretty good as her first episode. For sure. Her name is Chantelle Van Santen. I hope I'm saying that correct. She's actually, she's 38. She's the same, just a little bit older than us, Dom. She was married and just got divorced this year. Yeah, she was married to an actor from a lot of Hallmark movies. (laughs) There you go. It didn't didn't have a happy ending. (laughs) It didn't work out in that small town. Dom, who's your favorite performer of the episode? Um, I actually struggled to pick one. I, w- I wasn't sure. I was tempted to go with one of the new characters that we met, um, but I, I kind of I played it safe a little bit and stuck with James Lafferty. I thought he did a, a pretty solid job and looking sort of shocked and surprised at the end, but also there's a slight look of, there's almost like a slight look of, oh, shit, I know what you're talking about, but I think it's more surprise. 
so I, I, I think he's just like, well, what the hell? Um, and yeah, I think he has good banter with Clay. I was, I was gonna say Quinn, it's Clay, but he has good banter with Quinn as well. Um, and um, all the stuff with um, Haley and Jamie, I, I actually thought he had a, a pretty good episode, um, and he performed it well. So yeah, I'll stick with James. What about you, Simon? Both good choices. I will just say, just because it just came into my mind, that they have a new house, like a massive new house, which actually was in real life went up for sale like a year or so ago because people were putting the link in the Discord. And I think in real life it was like five, six million dollars or something. So, uh, but yeah, they've moved in this 14 months as well. Although, did you notice in that house that Jamie's bedroom, there was a door? that opened to Nathan and Haley's bedroom. Oh. It was very bizarre when I saw it today. I was like, what is that? Which one? That's locked. <laughs> and it was wide that. open. It was wide open. Uh, our kid. Our kid. It makes me sound northern. Yeah. He, uh, he's transitioned into like his own bed now, like out of the cot. Like, so now he can get out of his bed in the middle of the night and get out of his room and just come into our bed and so that's only been this is like the third night so that's new i literally woke up with him on me whispering things into my ear like just random things like about our dog and stuff it was very (laughs) sweet but it was a odd thing he was just like (laughs) daddy i don't like luna i was like what (laughs) it's five in the morning (laughs) like anyway sorry did i choose did i choose no we're sorry (laughs) robert buckley who played clay i really liked all the jerry Maguire stuff i i thought it looked kind of natural it gave me it gave a little new energy i thought so i'll go with him sarah who was your favorite character of the episode i'm gonna go out weird choice i'm going with jerry rice playing himself <laughs> i thought he was funny yeah he was good laughs it was good nice dom um again a difficult choice i think i'm gonna pick quinn because she was quite fun and lively and she had good banter and then sad at the end you know and stuff's kind of gone wrong. She's there's like a deeper story to tell there, so it's it's interesting. So I pick Quinn. What about you? I think I'm actually going to go on the other side and go with Haley because I thought she was good in this and was it was nice seeing her with Jamie at the beginning and sort of messing around with him and being kind of light and then trying to you know go into the record label at the end. And what are you smiling at, Dom? What is it? <laughs> no, nothing. Tell me. <laughs> I'm thinking about the next bit. What was oh. a favourite line? I'm thinking about the rainstorm body. I got a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah, so I'll say her. But that's not the next question. The next question is, who was your favourite background performer? One line or less. Sarah. I'm going to go with Andre, who was in the episode and did not say one word was he i didn't even see him he was there yeah because when they were doing the football thing with jerry rice he was in the huddle and i'm like let the kid talk didn't say a word which means Mm. they didn't have to pay him as much 
<laughs> That's crazy. I did I I don't know if I've told this yet on the podcast or not, but I've spoken to him in real life, like through messaging, and he's agreed to come on the podcast. Andre, I have not said that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's like he's in like his early to mid twenties, and he was really nice, and he was like, "Yeah, I'd be honored to to come on." So that we just got to work out dates, but that'll be a fun one. Nice, very cool. Well done. Thank you. Dom, background performer. Uh, I'm gonna. I was looking up for Chuck. Funny enough, is it, that's the kid. Is it the other kid? But I didn't see him. But I did pick as you know, like the bouncy castle thing they had with the slide on it. There's one kid that's coming down it like a bit all over the place. So I'm gonna pick that kid because they looked like they were having a great time, and then all of a sudden they realised they were quite high up, and it was terrifying. So yeah, that kid. What about you, Simon? <laughs> there was one of like the servers at the party that had like a massive plate of like cookies and stuff. They were sort of in the background. I'd want to be that person because I'd just be sneaking <laughs> them cookies off. Though I did not appreciate that Clay took a bite of a cookie and then put it back. It's a big no-no. You don't do that, Clay. And for that reason, <laughs> I would not be eating garlic bread with you. No, thank you. <laughs> Sarah, favorite line of the episode. Okay, Dom, I'll give you a couple. So at one point when oh the when Skills was first naked in the apartment, he said, um, Mal said something to him and he goes, he said something about letting it all air out. I was like, oh, that's a funny pun. Um, Brooke on the beach said something like Peyton used to say people always leave who know who knew she was actually talking about her own stupid ass <laughs> that was a good oh and then Nathan at the commercial when they were talking about the body spray and why you need body spray he goes you know what else Nathan Scott does he takes just he takes a shower <laughs> yeah I like so that those one. were some funny lines there's some great ones I love the body spray thing it was brilliant oh and then there was another sexual innuendo with Julian and Brooke he said um when they were talking about skinny dipping, Julian says, are you coming or what? And then Brooke goes, that's what she said. I was like, really? Stole that. She stole that from Michael Scott, but that's yeah. fine. No, but I was just coming out of her mouth. I was like, okay. That's what she Naughty. said. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dom? Uh, I actually, uh, I was close to picking uh, what Melly says. And she's like, I'm glad to see the stereotype isn't real. Um, or... Oh, that was a good one, yeah. Fair everything or something like that. So I think maybe I'll stick with that. I wrote down that's what she said because I thought it was a nice little nod. But yeah, I'll go with Millie's line instead. What about you, Simon? Uh, I also like the Nathan's line of, you know, I don't wear like I don't wear body spray. I wash, <laughs> I take a shower. Um as someone that enjoys taking showers, I'll go with that too. And nice. Favorite song, Sarah, you've already told us, but remind us. The Haley song at the beginning, Quicksand. And Dom? Exactly the same, the Haley song at the beginning, Quicksand. <laughs> you? As much as I hate how high that microphone is, though I've been advised <laughs> by professionals that actually that is acceptable. But just so people know for podcasting, that's what it sounds like when the microphone goes far away. It that's because... Do you want me to tell you the technical term? The one for music is omnidirectional. 
Oh my God. Your the microphone you guys are using are not omnidirectional. Yeah. They're mono. So it's like where your mouth is, that's where the sound is going. For music, yeah. it's all around the microphone. Yeah. Okay. I'm the talent. Okay. <laughs> I'm not technical. <laughs> I'm not the technician. Okay. Does Mariah know about the microphones? No. But you're gonna make me <laughs> diva out like I'm Mariah. Okay. <laughs> No, that's good to know. It's good to know. I'm educated. I've learned something. I get it. It's acceptable. So that's why it's my favorite song. Because now <laughs> I've learned something. <laughs> and let's go into the precious. Precious. Rating the first one of season seven. Sarah, did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? Yes. Did it increase, decrease, or stay the same? Increase. Ooh. Dom, same questions. I had a number and it has stayed the same. And Simon, same questions to you. He's he's, <laughs> he's screwing up his face. He's nervous about this one. I think I had a number and I think it's gone up by one also. Ooh. Let's say them together on three. One, two, three, eight, eight. seven. Ooh. Uh, uh, can I jump in straight away? Can you just, but yes, but can you first just clarify what everyone okay, said? So, but yeah. so I said seven and Sarah said eight and Simon said eight. I I think I was on the fence about an eight. I was a bit unsure and I went for a safe seven, but I am, I am willing to go to an eight. I am willing to go to an eight. I think I think I think it's eight worthy this episode. Normally Sarah gets a filler episode, but it's nice to have Sarah on a, a, a season starter. Um, uh, but there's there's good groundwork. There's good groundwork laid. There's two new characters that we get to meet. Finally, bend off Lucas and Peyton. Oh, three new characters. Who's the third? The Miranda. Miranda, Miranda, of course. So, um, so we've got three new characters, um, and then this storyline with Nathan that will, you know, probably blow up somehow. So, yeah, I think there's definitely potential for an eight. So, I'm happy to change if are you, you two are happy. <laughs> Sarah's happy with an eight. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad. I, I think that, like you just said, it sets up so many different aspects and it's intriguing like where are these things mm. going and it's a bit it's like a refresh with having some new characters in there and then also the time jump like you said of pushing it pushing it forward and they're in different places it's, it's yeah it's interesting so okay so we'll call this one an eight sarah as always it's a pleasure to podcast with you i think potentially you might you might have the most podcast episodes on our on our platform is that right of our raven guests and the scream movies because of the movies yeah because you've done all we've done armageddon and you've done three screen movies so that's four and then you've been on every season right except for the first two through seven right so there's another six so yeah i think potentially should be getting some patreon money (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> we can work we can work that out we can get some royalties some residuals you know don't know what the what the sag stuff works out as I, just speaking of residuals i would like you guys to know i got a residual check 
for a show I worked on in 2014. It's a two year. It's it's like 400 episodes. It was 80 cents. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. The stamp cost more than the residual check. Okay, so that was seven. Did you say 2014? Yeah, 2014 to 2016. Okay, so it was like nine years ago, seven to nine years ago. It's 400 episodes of a television show. Jesus. So I tell you what, when you've done 400 podcasts with us and in nine years' time, <laughs> we'll, yes. send you a, we'll send you a pound. <laughs> we'll be generous. Inflation. We'll send you two. Yeah. One okay, each. Okay, yeah. In- inflation by that point. Yeah. Oh, enough to get you a pack of garlic bread at least. Garlic <laughs> bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put some in. I, I oh, go have to. I wish I had some. Uh, Sarah, you know, we we love uh, not just podcasting with you, but talking with you. You're one of the people that, you know, when, when this is all said and done, if it's ever said and done, you know, are we even there yet? Can we, do, you, do can, should we exchange numbers? Can we get onto the iMessaging? Like, can you take it a step beyond Instagram? Like, I feel like there's Instagram friends and then there's your real friends that actually have your phone number. You can have my number. What? Can Dom have it? Don't bother. <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> so cruel. You can both have my number. Uh, Thank you. Pity number. <laughs> <laughs> If Dom had my number when he was in New York, he might have gotten to me faster. True. Uh, true. True. Very well, true. we need to go to New York. You're gonna you have to come to Wilmington. I okay, and I, I, I will be in to... Wilmington. I will be in Wilmington. Yeah, I mean you also have a very busy schedule and important things to be doing there. So maybe we'll have to plan it around what you're doing as well. But uh I'm off on the weekends. <laughs> oh. Dope. Excellent. And judging by uh, One Tree Hill, New York to Wilmington is an hour away. I flew <laughs> to Charlotte. That was that flight was like an hour and twenty. And then if I drive from there, it's like two hours from there. <laughs> or there's like little planes I think you can take from Charlotte to Wilmington. Okay. Maybe we'll fly in there. We'll meet you there, and we can road trip it down. We can and. But the the deal is is that Sarah, you have to do Hades air drumming from the season one <laughs> episode six. I'm in. I got it. I'll be I'll be drugged up and passed out on the back. With <laughs> your butt up in the air. Butt in the air. <laughs> and I'll be terrified driving on the wrong side of the road like this. <laughs> <laughs> that is excellent. Thank you for everything. Are you staying for the watch along? I am. Oh, great. This is a super. I forgot what happens. Yeah. I tell well, I, I don't want to say anything, but there's some excitement over tonight's episode. That's all I'll say. Uh, but this is a superficial goodbye because we're at, it's, it's not true. We're going to continue for the watch along. But how do you want Dom to do the Ravens chant for us to get out of here? I don't know. Maybe pretend you're on a team and, you're, and we're cheering for the team to score big. <laughs> I was thinking of Jerry Rice, but I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, it's more like a cheerleader sort of thing. Sure, cheerleader. Oh, okay. Okay, great. If that's not what you meant originally, no. I'm an idiot and I just... No, it's not, but it's fine. In. Okay. <laughs> Go! <laughs> I'm going to do all that. 
this guy. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're going to do Ravens on three. Ready? One, two, three. The Ravens. Ravens.